That's all. Where are we at in society today? Come after me! I'm a man! I'm 40! Appreciate that question. It's the miracle on ice. It's Tiger in 05. It's history in the making. This is the Drake Toll Show. Como se dice the Texas Rangers play today. Texas Rangers play today. Drake Toll, Cameron Stewart, the Drake Toll Show. This is a nice vest you've got going by. So I always cut off the Aaron intro. Sorry. Aaron Sexton Aaron, runs he the board. This. Yeah, he, he does. <laughs> I just wanted to comment how much I like your jacket today. It's not a vest. You called it a vest. It's the no, old... no, 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 no. When that logo was when they wore the vest uniform. Mm-hmm. And they had those hats. That, oh, I think that's the most beautiful hat the Texas Rangers have ever worn. Which, which one? It's the one with the T, the Ranger T. Right. And and along with the Ranger T is the Texas flag through oh, it. Oh, I didn't. Honestly, I don't even remember that as a hat. I only remember just the T yeah, and that logo being on the jersey. It's like a blue That's a, that's a good logo, though. Brim. I like Look that. At, I like leaning into the, hey, we're Texas's team. It says Texas on the front. I'm going to show you a picture that I made last night. I really like their uniforms. Look at this. Oh, wow. Look at that. You see that? That's a pumpkin. That's, that's pretty odd. What is the logo in the pumpkin? It looks like a Texas Rangers logo. I did. I carved, it's great for radio. <laughs> I carved a pumpkin yesterday, and I carved the Texas Rangers logo into it. That's a, that's a damn good Texas Rangers logo, by the way. That's pretty good. I'm not going to lie to you. That's, that's pretty good. I don't I, like commending you. but I was feeling very Texas Rangers. Do you yesterday. like the – I'm a personal – I'm a fan of the 90s uniforms with the red on the white. Do you prefer that, or do you like the blue better? I like the blue. Okay. I mean, neither – Neither are bad. I I think that I think the Rangers, if they change their uniforms drastically, like more so than they did a few years ago, um, that would be a bad move. I think these are good. They're solid, and you're not going to appreciate them enough until they change it, and it sucks. I thought this way about the Patriots uniforms. I think they have terrible uniforms now, but the ones they had in the Brady era were just great. The one it, it just says, but you didn't appreciate them until after. It just says Texas across the front. I love that. Bingo. I love that. Beautiful. They don't call them the honestly, Texas Astros. Honestly, I don't even like the cursive. Really? The Rangers. I, I don't. I mean, it's fine. I It's not ugly, but and I, I don't need the powder blue. I know how much everyone loves those. I don't like an all-powder blue look. Wow. Um, powder blue is a big hit. Yeah, and I get it. It's something different, right? Kind of throwback-ish. They wore those for a few years. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, the, the Rangers ones from the 70s, that's like lowercase, those are terrible. Okay. That look like the Google font. It's Comic Sans. Those suck, man. Rangers those jerseys suck. in It's sort of the Sans. team, but those suck. You know. Sorry. And this tee is just better than the plain block tee. Yes. Throwback tee. It was the. That looks like Temple High. And like, it's. It's kind of close to the block tee, but it has the things that come out. Right. On it's it. just. It's just unique enough. 
right? Somebody, like it's, or it's just different enough to be unique, I should say. Somebody told me that Max Scherzer's pitching today. I heard that too. The voices in my head. Source, the voices in my head. Max Scherzer. What accents do they have? Against, it's not even English. That's the craziest part. Wow, I've, dude. I'm you're that so kind of cool, bipolar man. that's just, the voices aren't even in English. You're speaking Vulcan. Decipher what they're what they're saying. Did you watch the game last night? Major League Baseball game last night. I tuned in in the seventh inning. Yeah, well, didn't have six nothing. And so I was like, I'm going to go back to hockey. You watched hockey last night. How was I? Did I fell asleep to it? I was watching Avs and Kraken. Your Seattle Kraken. Who won that one? I don't know. I fell asleep. Great, thank you. But I saw this great graphic uh, in the pregame that said an Avs win will push them to three zero and zero. For the seventh time in franchise history. And I said, by golly, I need to watch this. Yeah. I need to watch this. Yeah. There's history on the line tonight. And you have no idea what. No, I don't know who won. You don't know who won the game. Avs are a wagon, though, man. Good to know. They have everyone healthy. Watch out for them. Can we do a little Stanley Cup preview? You know what? Before the season really gets in, we're about a week into the season. Yeah. We, we had Joe Mama asking yesterday, why don't we talk about the stars a little bit more? Wait a second. Who's Joe Mama? <laughs> She's a nice lady. <laughs> Joseph Mama. Yeah. Let's just break down the, the hockey lines tonight, and then we'll do the actual lines on the I team. I think this is what... I think this is how we... Certain people... There are people driving off the road. There right are now. certain um, stations that are also in our town that exist also within the confines of the 254 uh-huh. who I think do this. Somebody just has a random idea no. at the station. They're like, you know what? Comedy podcast. <laughs> I'm in. What? I'm in. Or somebody looks around like, you know what? What if we just did like a soccer only, a, ba- a Baylor soccer I did, only I did daily show? I was intrigued driving in today to hear Ward and Lark just screaming at each other over the Stars' power play. Like, they were really getting into About it. About hockey? Man. Yeah. No. Just like, I heard something being thrown across the room. They were they were lively today. And now they should get rid of Sagan. I mean, peek behind nuts. the curtains. Ward and Lark leave the door open. They leave every. They open the window. They leave. They want everyone in Waco, whether you're listening on the radio right, or no, not. P- no pub is no pub is bad pub, right? To hear the press box and and hear it, you do I'm across the hall in, in my office, listen, <laughs> listening listening to the, to the press, press box, box, baby. Not by choice, just because that's what's playing on the Dallas the Stars hockey. Yeah, good for them. I don't talk about Brett Hull being in the crease in '99. I thought that issue was put to bed, but I'm, they're still into it. Looking at the Drake Toll shed. The, uh, sorry, the what? The what? <laughs> the Drake Toll Show set list today. I'm not seeing any hockey. Oh, yeah, fresh out. Wishful thinking. Next time, Joe. Hockey. Next time, Joe. It turns out. It turns out the fan was real, ish. So I don't believe that. Again, Monday night, you we all watched talk the Dallas Cowboys game. Yeah. You all watched the Dallas Cowboys game, and you saw there was that lady. She was a. Pacific Islander? Yeah, probably. All right. I'll go with that. That feels politically correct. Yeah. She was very excited. She was animated. She, ah, she wanted them to get him. And pumping. And then Justin Herbert had the ball, and she, in her brand new Chargers uniform, was yelling, get him. Get him. Brand new. She just Maybe she just hates Justin Herbert. Maybe she's like the, the aunt of the backup quarterback. Get hey, him. I mean, look, yeah, we, we, that's the most popular player on the team, right? Backup quarterback. I know if she was rooting for some other team, she would be rooting for the starting quarterback to yeah. go down, not the least of which being my team. The Dallas Cowboys? Yep. 
So everyone's picked up on this now. This has become the big story of the week. Not the Cowboys being bad, not Jerry Jones saying the offense needs to step up or it was too one-dimensional. Or how that, that performance would have beaten like less than half the teams in the league. Yes. Yeah. But in, even NBC has gone as far to address claims that this lady is a fake fan, that she was planted by the NFL. Further proof, further proof, she has a picture of her on the internet. Mm. This is bad. This in is a, a bad look. Vikings jersey decked out. Vikings face, face paint. paint. Yeah, man. She's got the same, like, charged up look. Now, she was on the this McAfee show yesterday. She has done now multiple appearances with ESPN. It is, it is unclear how much McAfee paid for her to be on the show. Uh huh. Yeah. Which makes me think, and she's doing a lot of ESPN Probably half shows. of what we give Patrick. Do you, and then the question becomes. Uh, the question comes in here could it have been espn is the espn is the chargers the nfl they all work well that would that would start to make sense after what we saw yesterday because if you're a true pr genius Mm -hmm. what you would do is plant the fan and then once the world goes crazy espn keeps showing them because espn's in on this and then once the world keeps showing the fan you're like we could I got to make money off this. There has to be a way to make money off this. ESPN's got a great deal with, with the NFL. So you this, take this could... that character actor, you take the lady you already paid to be yep. at the game, and you bring her on ESPN shows to be like, I'm not a fake fan. And now guess what? Talking heads at ESPN Central Texas are talking. Everybody's talking about, is this a real lady? Which makes me think the answer is no. She is a fake lady, and it's beautiful marketing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she is more real than Helen Keller, but that's a different discussion okay. for a um, different day. Uh, yeah, but can you use her anymore now? I mean, you can't use her for other teams. She's got to hang it up. There's got to be an agent. She's got to hang kind. it up. Yeah. It's, like, it's like when you see someone in a commercial, like they're a commercial actor. You know those people. Yeah. And then you see them in another one, and they're supposed to be just like the everyman. Yep. Like, well, this isn't real. I know I've seen guy. this person in plenty of commercials, or or when they're in Sonic commercials, and then they end up on that very serious movie, The Menu. Did you watch mm-hmm. that one this year? It had one of the Sonic guys in there. Uh, but you can't use her again. So is her career over, or is it just getting started? Is what I'm wondering. Oh, she is. Per Aaron Sexton, she's more real than birds. That's true. Which what they won't tell you is the government's That's killed true. around 61 billion birds over the course of history to get rid of all. They're, they're all drones now. That's what, we, that's what they don't want you to know. This all, is the same Chargers. Remember a few weeks ago, that those people that dressed as robots in the stands at the Chargers. That was weird. That's also the Chargers. It makes me, just, they, are, are the Chargers a real team? That many are asking. I think we need to ask that. They don't have we hear fans. about how great Justin Herbert is. All Cowboys and fans they don't win. the games. And they just mystically move from San Diego, which seems too good to be true. The place. I think you have a good San point Diego. here about the and whole. They just end up in L.A. where they just fit in, blend in. The other team from L.A. wins the Super Bowl in that stadium. I, I'm starting to question the existence of the Chargers at this point. You have a great point here on the commercial actors. Like Barry McCockiner. Yep. He is a frequenter yeah. of these commercials. Oh, He's yeah. typically the doctor, Barry McCockiner. And you get a lot of him... Melissa McCarthy's been showing up a lot more in commercials. Travis Kelsey. Like at this yeah, point, I'm just more like, if you well, look at back, this point, the Jake I from State Farm guy is definitely in some other commercials. I can't see Travis Kelsey as a football player anymore. True. I see Travis Kelsey, and I think, that's the vaccine guy. Yeah. <laughs> that's using that girl for clout. That guy's double vaxxed. 
And he's got some famous girlfriend that he helped make famous. There, I, is that argument still have legs of the Swifties saying that he's just doing it for clout, like for his podcast? If I dated, which a, is just so great, man. if I dated <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo, do you think that she would show up in studio? If you were dating her, yeah, yeah, sure, okay. I mean, it doesn't matter how big the studio is; it's just what you do with it, right? That's what counts. So I think so. Motion of the ocean. Yeah, I, I would. Should come. I think because you know Taylor Swift showing up at his work. Now, does he go to concerts? Remains to be seen, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it does. He definitely goes to the movies. Yep. He's got to be at the movies, right? There's no excuse for that. Then again, my girlfriend has not been to a single China Spring game. so She once wondered if we did the broadcast over the PA. Yeah, I I had a conversation with my girlfriend last night. (laughs) Last night. Where... She Olivia mm-hmm. said that she is. <clears throat> she gets annoyed when people come up and tell me hello. Really? Yeah. She should walk a mile in my shoes next to you sometime. She said <laughs> it's really annoying when people come up and are like, "Hey, you know, listen to the China Spring Games," or "Hey, you know, listen to Locked On Big 12. That really like actually bothering her? It bothers her. <laughs> like, what do you mean it bothers you? She's like, I don't know. It just bothers me. To be fair, you were. An internet sensation by the time you guys met. Yeah. Like, you were big on Twitter. I don't know if LOB had started, but Uptempo had already come and gone. Uptempo like, had come and gone. And, well, it was in the middle of Uptempo. And Walking in Waco was out. Walking in Waco, a big hit. So you were, yeah, you were already a musician. Matt Lively's first story in Waco. That was a good story. Walking in Waco. And right, so there, was already, there were already some murmurs. People were talking. There was some chatter there. And then, yeah, we met. And now, two years in, she's like, hey. I just really sick of this. Really hate when people come up and like, "Hey, Drake, I appreciate which, the show." Which, of course, must happen every single time she's down here with you. Like every time. I like if you haven't seen it before in person, Drake walking around a Baylor game or a China Spring event of anything is guaranteed to get stopped three or four times before you make it to your seats. Or, and that's not even like just being at Canes or being at. I mean, we had someone at Canes a few weeks ago. Who knew who you were? The the lady working there. Really? Th- remember, she threw in some snide comments at you, actually. <laughs> really? Yeah. About some show that you had done. Wow. I don't you remember that. that? It, was like a, it was like a month ago. Not shocking. Yeah, I, I don't remember what it was, but it was something that, like, I don't know. It wasn't very funny, I, <laughs> so I didn't remember it. <laughs> I, what sparked her being annoyed by this is her uncle in Washington, Washington State. Yeah. Was. Good state. His one of his buddies called him and was like, "Hey, there's this insane video about how Washington State and Oregon State might come to the Big Twelve. You have to watch it." And also, the guy from Smash Mouth died. That was the next <laughs> thing they brought up. And so he sent he sent this YouTube link to Ella's uncle. It was like, "Hey, you got to watch this." And the guy pulls it up. And it's me. It's you, baby. And of course, he calls his niece and he's like, "Look at this. I just watching this video in yeah. Washington about this conspiracy theory, and it, it's it's Drake." I think that's what kind of sent her over the edge. Now, the big thing is, was this a Drake Toll Show clip or a Locked On Big 12 clip? It was a Locked On Big 12 clip. It was a Locked On Big 12 clip. Yeah. The Drake Toll Show clip did well. So he doesn't know who I am yet? Not yet. Okay. Not yet. Now, did you ask about me? Yeah, I did. A couple times. Nice. I makes me think this. She's, she loves, she likes knitting. Okay. That's her thing she does. She is 80, yeah. She is 80. She likes cats and 81. Knitting. 81. Sorry. She makes yeah. hats for cats. She knits hats for cats. 
That's Which, not real. You just made that up. I did not. She doesn't make toboggs for dogs. Just hats no. for cats. Wait, does she really? Is this she a real has business she gets going? She's got a little business. She like, does little it on Etsy? And if oh, yeah. Think about this. That's <laughs> something that will go so viral on TikTok. There's such a niche for someone who makes hats and oh, puts yeah. them on cats. So I, I posed the question to her. If you became the viral TikTok hats for cats lady, 5 million followers, and everywhere we went, grocery stores and all, people were like, oh, my gosh, you're the hats for cats lady. And then we got in the car, and I was like, ugh, I'm so annoyed. That was so annoying. Which you would do. Yep. How would you feel? That's what I asked her. I was like, how would you feel? I think she really started to self-reflect. <laughs> if she was the hats for cats That'd lady. That would be for you. And I hated, I hated that. Like, I can't stand when people recognize you Has she for tried for kitten cat. mittens? I'm hung up on this. Has she done the kitten mittens route yet? I don't think so. I mean, it sells itself. Me? Oh. That'd be great. Have you not seen that, kitten mittens? Yeah. Wow, this is electric right now. And this is great. She does hats for cats, man. Back off. She's I don't have she's, a cat, but I kind of want one. I want to support her business. She finished one yesterday. It's a pumpkin. It's pretty, it's, it's pretty insane. I've got one of the dogs. The dog that we're fostering has kind of a smaller head than Tara. You think maybe she can put like an extra large cat hat on? Yes. I could probably get a tobog for dog for you. Love that. Love that. This reminds me of my favorite interaction of a fan. Um, it was actually at Globe Life Field. Uh, Baylor night at the Texas Rangers game, and that looks really nice. Drake's showing me a picture of the pumpkin cat hat. Does she have a cat? I, she does. She has two of them. That's what and she how makes. M- so they, their hat co- collections like mine. It takes like an hour and a half to make. You sell it for twenty bucks. That's I mean, it. Yeah, dude. It's ins- she just whipping them Not out. Bad. Customize it. Make it forty bucks. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, like, hey, so this want- is at Globe Life Field, and I was not with Drake, but someone noticed me, a Baylor fan. And said, hey, Locked On Baylor. This is when I was a recurring guest on Locked On Baylor. He goes, Locked On Baylor. And I was like, yeah, what's up? And he goes, before I even got the rest of the sentence out, he was like, you're, I mean, you're the other guy, but still. <laughs> you, sir, no Drake Toll. And I was like, yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. I can't wait for the day where you show up to a, to a Patriots, a, a Cowboys-Patriots game. Oh, my gosh. Drake Toll show. I don't know if I can be so, doing that very much <laughs> soon. Points at you. <laughs> Drake Toll Show. You're yeah. the other guy. Yeah. yeah, the one whose name is on there. What? What is it again? Aaron Sexton. You're, you're the, the mothership Aaron guy. guy. Yeah. You're the Aaron guy. <laughs> the fart guy, right? Uh, oh man. Oh, I meant to tweet that out. I've got that video. <laughs> the fart video. Yeah, it's great, man. Yesterday's segment. Is it on YouTube? It's on YouTube. No, nah. I mean, yeah, actually, I'll, I'll bet the whole story is still on there. Yeah, you'd have to look like. Waco animator, KWKT. Oh, I don't know that one. Uh, but I have just a reg, just a clip of that of just uh, of just the fart, just the moment in question. When we come back, the Texas Rangers. We'll start talking sports. Our baseball. I'll be there tonight. I'll be in. I'll be in the stadium when the Texas Rangers do baseball. This is the Drake Toll Show. Baylor Bear football is headed to the Queen City for its first ever Big 12 matchup with the Cincinnati Bearcats this Saturday. 9 a.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 11 a.m. kickoff this Saturday. Join John, JJ, and Ricky from Nippert Stadium in Cincinnati 
for all the play-by-play -play of the Bears and the Bearcats right here on ESPN Central Texas. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They have financing options to fit any budget. That's any budget. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Ask for Casasa Checking. It's our superpower. First Central Credit Union pays 5% APY on your checking account. There's no penalty in this game. Get great returns while having complete access to your cash. Get in motion with First Central's reward checking that refunds ATM fees nationwide. Enjoy an automatic savings feature that pays you too. It's a snap to apply online at firstcentralcu.com. Everything we do, we do for you. Eligibility and qualifications apply. APY annual percentage yield. Member NCUA. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Morrison's Gifts, Waco's oldest family-owned gift store, has moved. Visit their new expanded location a few feet from their old space. Enjoy a new shopping experience with new product arriving weekly. At Morrison's, you'll find great Texas and American products like John Hart leather goods, Consuela bags and purses, locally sourced gourmet items, and great gift items for babies and kids. Can't decide? They specialize in designing custom gift baskets, local delivering, and shipping anywhere. That's Morrison's Gifts at the corner of Valley Mills and Waco Drive, close to Jason's Deli. The only dentist in the Bosqueville Independent School District is Saddle Creek Dental. Since 2007, doctors Dodd Moore and Jacob Moore have helped patients of all ages while providing them with personalized, gentle care they deserve. They offer laser dentistry, cosmetic fillings, single-day crowns, Invisalign clear aligners, and dental implants. Emergency care and conscious sedation is available. Schedule an appointment today. Saddle Creek Dental, 10104 Saddle Creek Drive and at SaddleCreekDental.com. Good luck, Bosqueville Bulldogs. The Lorena Athletic Association meets the first Monday of each month and they invite all supporters of the Leopards and Lady Leopards to become members and attend the meetings. Each year, all volunteer Lorena Athletic Association awards college scholarships to deserving Lorena ISD graduating senior student athletes. They also provide needed items each year from the high school and junior high coaches wishes list. The Lorena Athletic Association is seeking volunteers to work concession stands at home sporting events. Call Lorena High School for more information information or check them out on Facebook. Oh, it was real, man. It was a real fart. <laughs> oh, no artificial noises were used. No, it sounds cartoonish, but I promise that's real. And, and that's one where you do, you know like that's not going to be silent. Norman There's Greenbaum. just no chance. Norman Greenbaum, Spirit in the Sky. All right, let's let's take a thirty seconds. Let's do it. Let's revisit yesterday at the end of yesterday's show. 
there was a conversation about how Cameron. We need to get this in there. Had, had an interview subject while at Fox 44 uh-huh. who invented the animators? The Animaniacs. The Animaniacs. He was an Used animator. To be a children's television program. For the Animaniacs. And during the interview, had a bout, had a bout of flatulence. And <laughs> Look, it happens, man. <laughs> And Cam made the editorial decision to leave it in the interview. I believe the editorial decision was no matter what he's talking about, <laughs> that part is That's the clip. hitting the air. So if you don't mind, Cam, you could. Oh, do you want me to just play it on the mic? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. You will hear my friend Noelle McCowiak uh, laughing at the end. And, I, and I'll probably play it twice because it comes right at you. Okay. Okay. Let's re- replay that one more right, time. One more time. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I didn't catch it that time. <laughs> That's it's like, I mean. like the world's no... largest door creaking. <laughs> like, there's just no way. I mean, as a guy, and I guess as a woman too, but like as a guy, you you have no, times where you're you like know. yeah this okay. one's gonna be a big one right and you're like yes. okay this one's gonna be silent or or maybe this one squeaks out so maybe just cough while you're doing it this is not one of those this is not one of those i mean this is this is like if you run your hand through the blinds man like you're hearing that that is and it's just woo. you and him in the room yeah wow. yeah in this just awkwardly empty room actually Oh, this reminds oh me. God. We're in Norman, and it, you'll have to tell this story because you're it, the one that lived It's this guy there. and Dave Bliss. If you're learning from them, the mic is always on. Yeah. Especially when you're literally in the middle of an answer. Uh, anyway, yeah, Norman. Off the record, right? We're in Norman. <clears throat> My Gaylord family. And you go to the bathroom. You're utilizing the urinal <laughs> in the press box. Do you remember this? I do. <laughs> I do. Yeah, so it's a... Gaylord Family Stadium, look, historic and all that. And it's gross. A, it's a dump. It's terrible. It's a dump, man. Where was this? Oklahoma. At, at o- at OU. Oh, okay. Uh, just absolute dump of a stadium. And thankfully, we found out later we weren't in the bathrooms that the fans use that are just pissed troughs. Just troughs. Anyway, uh, the press box was nicer. It had two urinals. Um, and I went in there during a quarter break, and there was some guy pulls up in the urinal next to me. Starts doing his business and then just lets just lets one go, much like the one you just heard, like two beefy farts, like loud, beefy from the journal. Yeah, yes, and from the top rope. I mean, just letting these things out. And he kind of looks at me. Oh God, I gotta remember exactly what he said. Kind of looks at me and he's like, it, "It was the classic like Animal House when John Belushi just." tears apart the guitar and then he just goes sorry <laughs> this guy's like oh my bad man and i'm just laughing and i said something like well if you can't do it here where can you do it <laughs> yeah. my man but it's like ah my bad my see, bad man see the it way just, that i remember the story was please because it, it could be better the way i remember the story is him saying sorry yes and then yeah. it's sitting for a little bit you just not responding right? and him going or should i be as good a place as ever. <laughs> like he, 
It, 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 you know what? As you say it, it was I like, he where redact- should I be? And then right. I said, well, this, I mean, it is the bathroom. He redacts. And then he did it again. He redacts. And then he did it again. Oh. Don't need to apologize, my man. Yeah, you're in the bathroom. What is, this is what we're here for, man. Brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think a guy probably said something like, you know, if you do need to work it out, there is a stall for that. Like, if there's anything more. I need a desk bell, by the way. I need, like, a ding, 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 ding for, like, big moments. A gong? Yeah. Some kind of, oh, a gong would be great. Because we, we have a first-time texter, 254-662-1660. And it's this says. A first text ever. The Flatulent Animator, which is an awesome nickname. That's what they called me yes. in high school. Oh, here he comes. The FA Flatul- Cup. That's what it's for. Flatulent, Flatulent Animator. Is such a super nice guy. Interesting story. Flatulence aside, it's probably him. So you take out. It's you, probably him. You buried the lead here. You take out the flatulent part and just go for the that just that story in general. Good story. He probably looked it up. Hopefully, um, yeah, I, I wouldn't say he was a a bad guy by any means. Very awkward. Um, could well be the nicest guy in the world. I don't know. Yeah, just you know. just really awkward with me, and and that's what he'll be remembered for. Had to rip it. We all. Everybody's been there. We're going to be in there. there. Tonight, I'll be there. Yeah, you will, baby. Christian Javier, Max Scherzer. We'll see how good that facial recognition technology is. The Texas Rangers. Yo, Christian Javier. 1-0 in the postseason. Good pitcher. Yep. Five innings. Nine strikeouts. Five walks, by the way, in his first outing of the postseason against Minnesota. That was a 9-1 to yeah, win. Crisp. A lot of offense for him. Only allowed a hit in those five innings. Against Max Scherzer, who has never pitched in the postseason in his career. The Rook. Never done it. Mostly unheard of. Not a lot of folks know. Great story, though. 39 years old, making his postseason debut, Max Scherzer. What's even more wild to the average baseball fan, if if you bought that, I've got some oceanfront property in Arizona, but... Waco, Texas. Um, what actually is true is... It would take some doing from the other team, but he could have a rematch with one of his old teams in the World Series. He, he was. Did a you know he started with the Arizona Diamondbacks? Max Scherzer was a yeah. Diamondback. Yeah, yeah. He and um, he and thirty starts in 09. Mark Schlereth, thirty starts. He and Mark Schlereth's son came in like together with the Diamondbacks starting pitchers. Daniel Schlereth. He didn't do anything, but. Max Scherzer, Scherzer did something, and I don't even know what the deal was to get him to Detroit. Clearly, nothing notable. Oh yeah, he goes anyway. Detroit, Washington. He's in L.A. and then in New York. He pitched in playoff games in all of locations. He started a playoff game for Detroit. Damn, and this is his debut, which is crazy. Started a playoff multiple uh, ten. Started ten playoff games for Washington, or played in ten playoff games. Yeah, they were always there. It was that one year they went they won the World Series, but they were always kind of there. He plays in six postseason games in 2019. That's crazy. That's some Madison Bumgarner stuff right there. I mean, that, if you go to Game Seven of the World Series, though, I yeah, mean, he pitched in four games, five of those being starts. Pitched in four games, three starts in 2021 for LA. 2022. Now the Mets had one game. It was a loss. He got beat around the yard. Yeah, four and two thirds, seven he wasn't in that one either. No. That's that's my worry tonight. We're going out there weekend at Bernie's, We're propping Bernie up on the mound. I know he's been there. He's the the experienced, the savant. I'm telling you, maybe it's just sentimental, but I think he he gives you four, maybe five innings. You think Scherzer can shove tonight? You're go- he's gonna have to. This is uh, yeah. I don't think I don't think it'll be pretty. 
if, even if it's effective. If I know, if I'm Bruce Bochy, and I know that Max Scherzer can only give me three innings of work, and then I'm going to have to go Heaney, and I, and I don't feel like that's going to set me up best to win, I wouldn't throw him. That's well, why well, I feel it's like just that last part, though. It's just that last part. If I don't think he's best setting me up to win, that's why if I he's going right. to if he's going to give you three innings, and you were going to do a bullpen day, or or you know your two starter day at some point in this series, you're doing it up 2-0 and at home with Scherzer. Right. I, I'm I'm taking that. Mm-hmm. I'm taking that. Max. No, but but if you know if Houston wins, they're they're right back in this thing, and they have some momentum. Okay, you still have home field advantage. What? What and, accent was that? And there's what? no. Why do we have a random northeasterner here? Given context on the Rangers and Astros here, because they want the Astros oh, to lose I'm so bad. You, baby, Dick Vitale. Yeah, passionate baseball. He wants them to lose so bad. Um, but I mean, at some point, like you're always playing with fire when you're playing the Astros in okay, a playoff yes. series. Yeah. Like you can't, you can't think like that. This is the best possible scenario you could be in. 2-0 at home and with a Hall of Famer on the mound. I get it. He's past his prime. Still pretty good when he's healthy, but isn't healthy. That's hyperbolic. That's hyperbolic. It's not healthy. the best possible scenario you could be in. Ivaldi could be I mean, that, there are other I, I'm saying out. for the Scherzer start, this is the, the, the way you're in right now. This is the best possible to roll out Scherzer. Yeah. The best. If you got to go bullpen day, then yes. And if Scherzer allows two runs in, the, in three And innings, if it becomes a bullpen day, okay. That's fine. Oh, dude, if Scherzer goes five innings, I, I hope baseball fans in Texas. I saw a map yesterday. And it was pretty, it's, I, I'm a big map guy. And huge map fan. It stretches Doesn't into even like use direction. New Mexico, Oklahoma, and 80% of Texas consider themselves Rangers fans. Based on Google searches of every single zip code in America, there's a massive swath of Ranger fans. 80% of Texas, most of Oklahoma, even, even into New Mexico. Mm hmm. And then there's that the Houston pocket down there, Louisiana, Houston, Astros fans. There, there are so many Rangers fans that exist that now get to come out of the out of the den, go to the check yourself. Yep. And I hope that tonight they appreciate. If Max Scherzer goes five innings, he gets a curtain call. Absolutely, gets a curtain call. I hope the fans sure. understand. Five innings, two runs, but you're winning four two. Five innings, two runs. You're down two zero. In that scenario, it's not Scherzer's fault. Probably not. I just, he's uh, not probably going to do a curtain call now, like that. Scherzer's postseason career, like we talked about, he got beat around the yard for the Astros a couple years ago. He was money in 19 for the, for the Nationals, money for the Dodgers, not so much for the Mets. 22 starts, 7 and 7 record in the postseason, 358 ERA, 133 innings of postseason baseball. That's a lot. That's a lot of innings. How many strikeouts in those innings? That's 164 strikeouts. Woo! Yeah. 98 you have hits. FIP there? 51 walks. No FIP. Not on no. me. I'm not. I have his, don't have it on you? I don't have his war either. Damn. Yeah. I mean. I have his whip. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. 358 postseason ERA solid. I mean, that's. Yeah. We're talking, you're playing the yeah, best I'm almost, teams I'm night al- in, night out. Right. That's why I'm almost not looking at the win stats. Uh-huh. Um, when they're when they're really good, like someone like a Kurt Schilling who is ten and two, like that's really stands out. But when yes, you're playing the best teams, and I mean, look, you're in the playoffs. Anything can happen. But those three, three or four postseason trips with Washington, 
they I don't think they were favored in any of those series. Mm-mm. They won the World Series one year. Yeah, like this guy's money when 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 the when the lights are on. And for some re- again, for some reason, this is what confuses me a little bit. He loves Texas. Max Scherzer. They seem to all Texas. love it. I don't like this guy's played for a gajillion managers for five different teams now, and seems so tied to the Texas Rangers. Well, so. Something that Ward White's brought up in the press box. He said, Bruce Bochy is the MVP of this team, and they will win tonight because of Bruce Bochy. Well said, Ward. Is there, is there a real advantage How, what for is, the Rangers in this what series is Bruce because Bochy, of the manager? What is Bruce Bochy batting? What's his batting average right now? That's the thing, man. I mean, it's, it's so hard to quantify what that is in baseball. Right? I mean, at this point. But I would say, I think, just from what I've seen over the years, Bruce Bochy's a better manager than Dusty Baker. Aaron? I was just going to say, would anyone in this room have left Framber Valdez in the game as long as Dusty did mm-hmm. yesterday? Well, Dusty was sick, so he's probably yeah. I mean, but does his he, nose. I, I know yeah. after he gives I mean, up the four is, runs, you want him to try to eat some innings, but this I mean, is that, the ultimate that, la- like, that other home run two innings later was, was the, the difference. difference in the game. That was yeah. the winning, game-winning home run. And I don't want to say Dusty's a bad manager, but this is like Casey Jones with the 86 Celtics. You just roll out the balls and let them go. I mean, he comes into a World Series team. The management is so good, again, at developing players that he doesn't he doesn't need to make real kind of front office decisions. Obviously, he's not the GM, but there's no disconnect there because they just say, all right, Dusty, here's, you know, the one of the top four teams in baseball every year. Go out and win us a World Series. Bruce Bochy on the other hand, gets a team that did have talent last year. You know, you had already signed those guys, the, the Grays, the Simeons, the Seegers. It took a while to get them um, <laughs> into form, but he's the biggest difference from last year to this year, uh, at least before the guys you got in the trade deadline. Well, let's. And this is kind of what an MLB manager is for, is not for, hey, man, even it out. Level out that swing, brother. Right. See it, hit it. It's man management mostly. Hundred exactly, and, and and situational. So, like the Dusty Baker point that to, Aaron brought yeah, up. Yeah, I mean, yeah, situational. In, Especially now, p- handling pitchers. And you have, but you have, you also have your pitching coach there. You have your Mike Maddox. To be like, yeah. Hey, we need we need to do X, Y, and Z. Bochi obviously gets the final call, but there's the and there's Tony Beasley. People forget Tony. Forget about Tony Beasley. Rangers would be undefeated in postseason play had he sent Josh Young against Tampa in that first game. Yep, and, they would be. I I just right now if Bruce Bochy if it was announced he has COVID and couldn't come to the game today, I don't, it doesn't make a difference. You don't think so? No. You don't think that magic touch? Now in in a I, hun- I just I, again this is the point I brought up the other day though was it took them 162 games to become a well-rounded team like a, a under Bruce Bochy right and that and he is but I'm not saying that is a bad thing no that, he's, that's he's foundational for for 162 games he's foundational. Yeah. It's not like game 83 mattered that much or game 158 mattered that much, but it's the it's the whole of the thing. But we, you're now to a point where Bruce Bochy gets COVID. He's not there tonight. You have to coach. It doesn't To me, it doesn't move the line. Well, I mean, I'm a genius. Uh, I'm a, a baseball genius. <clears throat> I'm like the kid from Little Big League. I could manage the Twins right now. They're you know, not doing the, much today. I thought you meant in stature. <laughs> I mean. Close. It's, yeah, it's not that far off. Angels in the By outfield. the way, that's a better movie. Than rookie of the year, better than the Angels in the outfield. You know they only played, I mean, they only uh, played home games in Angels in the outfield. 
Angels in the Outfield is a great watch as an adult. Oh, it's such it's a so bad movie. It's so comically bad. Like, it's but it's, such but a it's bad great. Movie. <laughs> it's so. What was up with baseball movies in that time? I don't know. Sports like movies. Like right there, before there the strike. Sports movies there. It just leads into the strike. The Angels, Angels in the Outfield, ESPN does a great E60 spoof of like. That is funny. Yeah. I remember, like, it was yesterday. It's like something hit him, like something euphoric. And at the end, it's Shap, and he, he says. Which is like the ball moving around in the infield. Yeah. At the end, it's Shap, and he goes, Wow, this part, they only played home games. And that's how they end it. That's how they end the E60 spoof. Angels in the Outfield. Coming up, if you could trade one position or player, anybody in the league, if you could bring in Tom Brady. For the Dallas Cowboys, who who would it be? What would, would you do? What would you do? This is the Drake Toll Show. The Baylor Coaches Show, tonight at 7 p.m. With the voice of the Bears, John Morris, here on ESPN Central Texas. Join us tonight beginning at 7 and hear from Baylor women's tennis coach Joey Scrivano and softball coach Glenn Moore. That's tonight from 7 till 8 p.m. for the Baylor Coaches Show. Live from Rudy's, right here on ESPN Central Texas. At CMC Auto Group, we don't have a popcorn machine in the lobby or any other crazy gimmick to get you in the door. I'm Justin Kramer. When you walk in, you will be greeted by me or Julio. We have been selling quality, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for the last 20 years by offering upfront best cash price to save you time and money. At CMC Auto Group, I want to invite you to come by Highway 6 and Imperial, shake my hand, and see what makes us different. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial business is in good hands. Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations, also in Temple and Georgetown and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Rise and dine with the Fiesta Brunch at La Fiesta every Saturday morning. Come enjoy family recipes made from scratch, like huevos rancheros, breakfast enchiladas, chicken and waffles, or on the lighter side, avocado toast. And don't forget to try their Mexican coffee, fresh squeezed orange juice, or even a peach bellini. It's a Fiesta Brunch, La Fiesta, located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Save thousands of dollars on a new or used boat at Marineland Boating Center's fall clearance sale. Marineland is now your local dealer for Mercury motor-powered national bestsellers, Tracker, Sun Tracker, Nitro, and Tahoe. So we're clearing out our previous inventory, and many of our boats are now priced at dealer invoice costs. You won't find these prices anywhere else. Or you can be one of the first to buy a new 2024 model Tracker with a powerful Mercury motor. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35. And Loop 340. Marineland Boating Center is an authorized WRNG boat dealer. Triple S Sports is your one stop for all your baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from names that you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about league and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplesports.com. Play ball. 
For over 30 years, you've counted on the family of D'Amore Fine Jewelers to make life's most precious memories unforgettable. D'Amore specializes in full custom designs, including custom CAD renderings, 3D wax printing, and a team of friendly custom jewelry experts. D'Amore Fine Jewelers will be there for your custom engagement ring when she says yes and for the next 30 years. Thank you for choosing DMRA Fine Jewelers. With tension overseas, it's hard to gain peace of mind. The threat of an EMP blackout that would darken America's power grid grows every day. That's where GG EMP protection comes in. It's not doomsday prepping, it's simply being ready. An EMP attack could leave you and your kids without a way to stay in touch, downing all modern cars and phones. GG EMP protection provides secure radios and vehicle shields for less than $100. That's all it costs to keep your family connected at GG EMPprotection.com. Ensure your family's safety. Vampire Weekend bringing us back to the Drake Toll Show. Cameron Stewart, Aaron Sexton. Whoa. Uh, sure. Name the movie. Angels Little in the Outfield, too. More angels. Me. Uh, I've set the bottom of the sea. It's a credit song, I believe. Beginning of the movie. Superman 4, The Quest for Peace? It would be Vampire Weekend, and the song is... A-Punk. A-Punk is the song. Step Brothers. Yes! Nailed it. Nailed it. How'd you know? I've seen it 150 times. Yeah, yeah. It's not the be- the best, I think, intro song is uh, Napoleon Dynamite. I agree. I was about the, the White Stripes. All is here. I can tell in that the we air. are going to be friends. And it's put together so well, too, just that friends. intro. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's the peanut butter and the jelly. Oh, yeah. That it's Perfect. fell out. Uh, classic movie. Great movie. It is. Napoleon Dynamite is effectively the Blair Witch. Blair. Uh, it's the greatest success story in film history. Uh, Blair Witch is up there. What grows more, Dynamite's Blair better. Witch or Napoleon, Napoleon Dynamite? Napoleon Dynamite's more iconic. Ooh. It has more staying power. For different reasons. Blair Witch... I guess, but it does. I think Blair Witch holds up cinematically more than, obviously. Yeah, where's the where, where's the vote for Pedro shirt from Blair Witch? Uh, good point. Those are still selling. Wow, domestically. Two weeks, you will see people dressed up as Napoleon and Pedro. Domestically, in the box office, Blair Witch brought in $140 million. Probably did better at the box office than Napoleon and Dynamite did. Napoleon Dynamite, although it was insanely profitable because I think they made it for a million dollars. Yeah. Uh, 46.1 Wow. What's, what's the rate then? What's, how, how much? But I'm sure that cost Napoleon for Dynamite sold a lot more on DVD yeah. and, oh, and yeah. VHS. And today, I bet just more. And stream, and yeah, just stole, stole more sure. in general. The, the money that comes off that movie to this day has got to be more than Blair Witch. The, what do they call that? You get the check every month? Royalties? Yeah. Yeah, residuals, those. residuals, yeah. royalties. Um, Blair Witch. Like, how many people, when you said we're going to Alaska, asked, "Are you going with your uncle to hunt wolverines?" Very few. But more than more than they gave Blair Witch quotes. <laughs> Guarantee you that Blair Witch cost sixty thousand dollars to make. That was the big thing about Blair Witch was it was just a yeah, film festival. Yeah, because they didn't festival. they didn't have an Uncle Rico. They didn't have an Uncle Rico. There was a film festival. You got to pay stars like Let's that. Let's bring a camera out and see what happens and that's why Blair Witch was so huge. So both movies they have very similar success stories in different sects. Yeah, I just think Napoleon Dynamite's better. I went last night 
before, yeah. we get, before we talk Dallas Cowboys. I went last night to watch A Haunting in Venice. Never seen it. Left 30 minutes in. Went to the movie theater to watch Tina Fey, Haunting in Venice, and it was That terrible. sounds awful. It was terrible. That was, sounds awful. Yeah. What, is it, it supposed to be a horror movie? I did it to myself. No, it's supposed to be a psychological thriller. I was psychologically was wanting F- to nap. Hey, oh, my God. I really wanted to sleep. So I was like, I'm going home. That's it. And Doors of the Flower Moon this weekend, though. Yeah, Scorsese. It was a, there was a <clears throat> opportunity to see Hocus Pocus at 1030 or A Haunting in Venice at 1030. I, I take the o- sure thing, I guess. I take, I watch Hocus Pocus every time I remember, I think, oh, maybe this time it'll be good. And yeah, I'm just never that, inter- I'm just never that entertained. I usually get bored. It's a long movie too. It might only be an hour yeah. and a half, but it's long for me. Too much. I'm, going, I'm I'm just ready for Love Actually season. I didn't tell you this. I'm going home this weekend. What? I'll be I'll be remote. I'll be able to tie on on Monday and Tuesday. Sheesh. Uh huh. Because it's muzzleloader season. Opening weekend of muzzleloader season in Arkansas. I know what that is. I'm a little under the weather, so I'm gonna go back to the ranch, back to my roots, kill me a deer. <laughs> Can I say that, Aaron? FCC? Are they gonna get me for saying I'm gonna kill a deer? Only if you cook it. Do you have a hunting license? Yeah. Then you're good. Yes. I've noticed not I, I I haven't talked to as many people here in the Waco Central Texas area that hunt. You included. You don't hunt. Yeah, I, I don't hunt. I don't even. You would know where to start out of this conversation. You would know where to start. Yeah, yeah you just wake up early and wear camo, and the deer come to you. Yeah, that's exactly that's it, what happens. Man. You sit on your is. front porch, and if we, not, you start doing some duck calls. That still works for them, right? We did. This is a true story. This is a real, real true story. I am probably seven, maybe eight. We're going, my dad worked, worked for New York Life at the time. He had a very nice. eclectic, his resume is very eclectic. He worked for New York Life at the time. He's in a suit and tie. He walks out of the house as we're getting into the car for him to drive us to school. There's a seven-point buck. Cam, that's a male deer. Okay. Seven points yeah. would be the antlers. I thought it there's was a dollar. Seven, and they're above an inch counts as a point. There's a seven-point in our backyard. We live on about three acres in Arkansas. And he sprints back, and he's like, don't say anything. Sprints back in the house, grabs the rifle, kills the deer. That's a thirsty man. Come back home, and we'll in get it later. the pine tree in the front yard is the carcass of the deer. He's cleaning it. Now, look, anything he kills, we eat. This reminds me of Napoleon Dynamite, by the way, when Uncle Lyle comes home. <laughs> We're running out of steak. Uncle Lyle's going to come over and fix that. It's a great scene. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. So we, we ate the deer. Anything that dad killed, or that I killed, or that anybody else did in the family, we ate. That was, you know, that's how we'd lived. One time. Yeah, it was weird again. when you guys cooked up that kid. <laughs> that also, didn't use the crosswalk. Also true story. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. So, so go you ahead. like it? Slaughtered this horse last Tuesday. Reckon she's starting to turn. That's a, that's a, uh, oh, brother, where art thou quote. Great yeah. scene, oh, brother, where art thou. Yeah. <clears throat> One time we're driving home in the winter, and Dad runs over a squirrel. He hits a squirrel, runs over a squirrel. I kid you not, cooked it, cleaned it, cooked it, squirrel brains. What? It's the natural state. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what y'all expected. Yeah, you go out and you kill a wild boar. Why would you mm. go to the grocery store when the food comes to you? That's a good question. Backyard, man. we had so squash, natural. we had zucchini, zuck. No Wi-Fi, but you did have that. Yeah. No. We got rid of our typewriter when I was 14. Finally got a telegraph I did think it was cool. I, I thought it was a little rude to you that after you left for college is when they did indoor plumbing, but uh, it's great for, for 
for your brother and sister. Yeah. You know, to me, it's a little bit too modern. We're getting away from our old, our old ways. Yeah. It's not very Christian. It's like people, people in Arkansas, we were Amish, but without the choice to be. It wasn't like a, sure. it not wasn't a religious thing. It was just, a, yeah. we kind of had to be. That's more so what it was like. Oh, man. You should have saw when Drake lit up when he got a place here where he was like, I could order eBay just to my house. I still don't. I don't have to send it to the school. I still don't. Well, that's a safety precaution. Yeah. It'll be stolen. I do it so my girlfriend doesn't see how much I'm ordering. Where I live in, you do order a lot of eBay stuff. I do, man. I and then I sell some of it back. I always try to make sure I'm not losing everything on it. Oh, good. I've, good. Got, a, I've got a camera part to sell back this week. Just like hats, if I don't like them, if I don't like the fit, I just sell them back to eBay, on eBay, not to eBay. I am, so during the show, I usually scroll around YouTube to see what, you know, checking out Twitter and YouTube, making sure we're not missing breaking news. And this recommended says, why Arkansas wants to build so many new interstates around the state. There you go. And I'm intrigued. Why do they? Dude, when I drove through it, 2019, it was just driving through the woods. It was like Blair Witch. You know, we, we're getting so close to this it break. So we're going to push the Cowboys segment because I, I genuinely, I do want to bring this up. There is a massive scandal going on in Arkansas right now with yeah, the true. governess. She, they have a female governor there. Do they? Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Oh yeah. Have you heard about this, Aaron? Um, a little bit. They're calling it Lectern Gate. You know, okay, okay. Lectern, where you like the, uh, just a podium. Yeah, yeah. Just podium. Yeah, yeah. Somebody found out. In her office's billing, they just requested, you know, public knowledge. You can see what the governor spends their money on. Yeah. Requested an audit. And in the audit was the lectern that they bought for $19,000. Love that for them. Of course, immediate red flags. $19,000 That is a sick lectern. By the way, the average lectern price is between like $800 and $1,200. I think this is the most heinous thing an Arkansas governor has ever done. Uh, probably. An Arkansas governor who has worked in the White House, most heinous thing they've ever done. And so they, of course, pressed the governor on, why did you buy a $19,000 lectern? She's like, I don't know. We need a lectern. Look nice. <laughs> I, I respect that answer, man. And the worst part is... Don't get out ahead of it. Don't apologize. Just Yeah, yeah good she used an entire... Sarah Huckabee Sanders was like, you know, there are they're more pressing issues. The kids are starving in the streets. <laughs> and those damn libs are letting it happen. Madam Madam Governor, why did you buy a $19,000 lectern? Uh, can you not ask me that? Can you ask me the real questions? Like, why is our education bad? Uh, I'm trying yeah, to fix just it. make them feel bad about I'm it, too. To just be it. like, you know, I'm here trying to do real issues. You're asking me about a lecture. Like, go full Alan Iverson on it. Like, you even watch the news? Yeah. <laughs> talking lectern? And I'm talking about a lectern? We're talking lectern? $19,000. Not no laws. Not no laws. Talking lectern. Talk about lectern. And so she's I'm supposed to be the franchise governor, and I'm in here talking about lecterns. And then her whole deal is like, you want to audit me? Come on. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm a man. I'm 40. I'm 40. Audit me. You you come. What's wrong with our society? You check out my lectern. People keep writing about me? Write about me. You come in here (laughs) on this, the day of my daughter's wedding. Asking about lecterns. Lecterns. It's a movie show now. <clears throat> so. Where we just riff. It is this $19,000. It is commonly thought, it seems, that this was a purchase and a lot of Which the money. Which is more than I make per year. A lot of the money 
did not, in fact, go to the lectern. It was kind of one of those Wayfair situations. You're kidding. But with a uh, with a Republican pack that former Arkansas Razorback football player Jake Beckett mm-hmm. has former something former Patriot Jake Beckett yeah. has something to do with what all is going on here. That he's he's like the he's one of those massive. He's a big big Republican, and apparently she was, you know, lectern. They wrote it down as lectern gate, but the money was actually going to him or somebody else. I just don't. You know the craziest part of this. The craziest part of this. They spent nineteen thousand bucks because they needed a new lecture. Craziest part about it in a bad woman way. governor in Arkansas. <laughs> Crazy, uh, and Ma Ferguson, yeah, and okay. this they don't even use the lecture anymore to deflect to deflect the negative attention. They just stopped using this lecture, so it's not even being put to good use. Like they spent nineteen grand, and they're just like, you know what? Fine, use the backup lecture. Use the other one. Use the old one. Whatever. That's great. She's claimed it was a gift. She's claimed that they had, that, you know, a donor came forward and was like, hey, look, I'm going to give you 19 grand. But you can only spend it, only spend it on electric. You know that Jake Beckett's name is George Jules Beckett? I didn't know that. Nowhere is Jake even close to that. George Jules. George Jules. You can't run for office George on that George Jules the third. You can't run for office on that name. Yeah, probably. I don't know. Many are saying the Cowboys need to trade for somebody. A receiver, a running back, a new head coach, this a talk show host. It's the Drake Toll Show. This is ESPN Central Texas. Pascal Insurance and Real Estate is a full-service independent insurance agency and real estate company. They write all policies from commercial to auto and home. Pascal Insurance represents multiple companies, including Safeco, Travelers, Allstate, Progressive, Nationwide, and Hoheim Prairie. The real estate experts specialize in residential, commercial, and farm and ranch properties. Stop by and check them out at 401 Madison and McGregor. Hi, I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgen Ford. It's that time of year. It's football season, and Bird Colgen Ford is a proud supporter of the best high school football teams right here in Central Texas. BK Ford is proud to sell the number one truck in Texas, the F-Series truck. Led by our leading rusher, the F-150, 46 years in a row. Come to the largest showroom in Texas and experience better at Bird Colgen Ford. It's almost fall. School has started, pumpkin spice is everywhere, and football is finally back. The temperatures are dropping, and you think you have escaped summer's dreaded effects on your foundation. Then, you see it. Where did that crack come from? Wait. This door doesn't latch. Or, why doesn't this window open? Most people don't realize the full effects of summer soil movement until September or October. And the fall season is typically the busiest time of the year for foundation repair. Do you want your home in tip-top shape for the holidays? Do you want the topic at Thanksgiving dinner to be that big crack in your wall? Then you better call the doctor. He'll craft the best solution for you and your home and get you back on the level in no time. Call us today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. 
recently on the John Moore Show. Mark Johnson, our guest, longtime voice of the Colorado Buffaloes. Now, the Pac-12 and its leadership were horrendous. Some, some of these institutions that we're involved with, their leadership programs should be doing a, a study on, on how never to lead anything and study the Pac-12. It was that bad. It was brutal. And so a lot of the promises that were made never came to fruition, most notably, of course, uh, the Pac-12 network. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. Ah, yes. One of the early tracks from Creedence Clearwater's first album. Sure. Cameron Stewart, Aaron Sexton, runs the board. The Drake Toll Show. The Dallas Cowboys claim to be a football team. Many are saying. Many are saying. Many. And I just don't think they're very good right now. Again, I think it's a fair assessment. This is a wild card caliber football program. It is not a Super Bowl caliber football team. And from what we've seen around the league and and how the Cowboys have stacked up, I don't know if it is a Super Bowl caliber roster. Is you're starting to wonder that for sure. I don't know if it's Super Bowl caliber. I don't think it's like a. Uh, it's know. not a Super Bowl caliber offense. Uh huh. Probably not a Super Bowl caliber team. But yeah, you're starting to worry about that with the roster too. It's not a Super Bowl caliber coaching staff mm-hmm. or head coach, I should say. Two five four. Although Dan Quinn doesn't have clean hands here. Six six two sixteen sixty two five four six six two sixteen sixty CMC Auto Group phone line. Or you can text us. Or Julio. The Dallas Cowboys. It, it to me, it has come to a point where it's because some teams make the case like, hey, this could be could be a Super Bowl caliber roster. We just need this piece. We need X coach. I I don't I don't know, man. The Cowboys you are think just, it's not a, just one thing. The Cowboys are a a bit above the middle of the road. They're on. They're a tick above a middle of the road team in the NFL. They're a top fifteen team. In a 32-team league. Yeah. And if you're going to talk about a, a, a piece, a trade, an acquisition for the Dallas Cowboys, the number one thing the Cowboys need, what would it be? Because it, and it might take more than one thing, Yeah, but this team is not. More than one thing. They just don't look very good right now. I would I, just lean towards running back. First thing that came to my mind. There's no running backs out there. Dalvin Cook. And that's a mess. Leonard Fournette. <laughs> yeah, sure. That's not going to solve your problems. Um, and then the natural next one was receiver because those guys become available at the trade deadline in the NFL, and this is a great year for receivers getting available. The two guys in Denver, um, Jerry Judy and the other guy, Cortland Sutton. Um, Kendrick Bourne from the Patriots, available. Guy I'm leaning towards, though, you probably never heard of him. Terrence Marshall, Carolina Panthers. Averages 21 yards a catch. That's pretty good. And he's had a weird stretch here. He played for the Bears. He had a two-week stretch. Uh, no. I don't think so. Where he had nine receptions, and then the next week didn't play a single snap. So there's some issues there uh, between that coaching staff and him. But he's a guy who could take the top off the defense which you don't really have right now. And it, that allows for some game planning against you to open up some, some things uh, over the middle. 
If you're going to do this dink and dunk offense, you might as well have a good decoy out there. Or you throw the ball to him downfield. Is that okay? You, your stunned silence is very reassuring. Yeah, I don't know. That didn't push the needle for me. Look, I'm just trying to be logical here. Bleacher Actually, Report. you know what the other name I thought of was, though? Who? Like off the bat? Yeah. Zeke Elliott. Ah. <laughs> but then I think, but then I thought if they could do over Zeke Elliott or Amari Cooper, they would do over Amari Cooper. Yeah. I was like, okay, let's think receiver then. And the way they tried to fix that is Sorry, with Drew Bledsoe. Bring him back. Archaic Brandon Cooks. Tony Pollard's at 370 rush yards right now on 96 carries. That is a 3.9 yard per carry average for the guy that was supposed to be the electric By the way, creator. If you do have someone who can take the top off the defense, that opens some holes. I don't understand. In the run game. I don't understand how you... Who's who's the one in charge of... Who's the one that said, ah, yeah, we don't need, we don't need Ezekiel Elliott. We don't need the compliment. Who's the, who's the one who's in charge of everything? Yeah. No, you're I right. mean, that's who decided that. You're right. You're right. He how, loves Arkansas. How old is he? How Not close? about how old you are. It's what you do with it. How close? When the, when's that day coming? Uh, Where he's got to hang it up. Well. And no more Jerry Jones. I think he can just keep himself alive with that kind of money, man. There is. There was a report recently. Curly Lewis can, almost made it to 100. So. People can live to 140, 150. I think he could do that. You're within, a few, within a few years. And, I mean, if, if you're looking for some reprieve, if, if and when he goes, it's just going to be someone with the same last name. And bloodline. Yes. And decision-making. Sorry. <sighs> Hate to do that to you. Am I, am I talking to a Dallas Cowboys fan who is kind of sick of Jerry Jones? Me? Because this could be revolutionary. I don't know that I don't know that this has been brought up. GM Jerry. Do you have one? Do you, you said mine's not great. I'm waiting for the electricity here. Who who are you taking on this Cowboys team? So, Bleacher Report today came out with three different guys. Oh my god, I just saw your screen. OJ Simpson, really? Really? He's still got juice in those legs. I guess he does have the most games with 200 plus yards. Yep. Yep. His stats were crazy. 2000 yard season. <laughs> Oh, it's a great Twitter post. Oh, my gosh. Just Googled what O.J. Simpson did. 160 yards per game? Nuts, man. He was great. He was great. <laughs> Kim, oh, Orenthal. Casey Hayward is on Bleacher Report's list at Who's corner. She? Bring in a corner. Anthony Barr to bring in a linebacker. I mean, just nobody's pushing the needle. Yeah, the coverage downfield was pretty suspect the other night, actually. I thought they did well up front, like they always do. We weren't, and we weren't complaining about the defense a couple, you know, two. No, weeks I think ago. it's still okay. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, if, you, I, if I know it's not a great Chargers team, I th- I do think Herbert's a good quarterback. You limit them to seventeen points, you should be winning those games. What about so Jar- I don't have a problem with the defense Jarvis right Landry. What about him? Who says He's no still to Jarvis playing? Landry? Yeah, Jarvis Landry's still out there, slot receiver. Certainly, the back end of his prime. So I was kind of, I was kind of trying to look away from the slot. Averaged almost a thousand receiving yards from 2014 to 21. Yeah, he's, he was a good player. Yeah, you don't th- you think he's too old to be a? I, I mean, he's just barely seen the field mm-hmm. the last two years. Akeem Hicks is out there. 
a team that needed to go out and get another old receiver, Amari Cooper. I think you could get Leonard Fournette for so cheap. Oh yeah. Can you just no can one's you getting just him. give me one guy who is strong, who I will run over you? Can I interest you in Deuce Vaughn? <laughs> Ball is at the two yard line. We need to hand oh, it off to you a running imagine, back. Just get rid of Powered. Okay, stick with me here. Rico Dowdle and Deuce Vaughn. And OJ. Deuce Man. and Juice in the backfield. Tony Powell. Jerry's seeing the marketing dollars in his eyes right now. 3.9 yards per carry and two touchdowns this season through six games. He's only got 96 carries in six games. You you, you tell me that's not good? You sold off your two-headed mind. And, and look, we were the same talking heads who were saying at the time, like, oh, if you need one of the two, you know, you only need right. You only need Tony Pollard. To. You don't need you don't need to put Ezekiel Elliott back there. And now I'm watching this Cowboys offense, and it's it's so stupid, simple, and one dimensional, and boring, and gross, and it still doesn't work. Look, look. I mean, the NFL is. I mean, running backs are a dime a dozen in the NFL. That's been a topic all summer going into this fall, and the reason why is because the teams. I mean, it's so simplistic, but I don't think some teams are realizing this or salary cap people are realizing this that the teams that are good at running the football have two running backs. Whether they're both number ones or not, they are two guys who are taking even carries. That's what you've seen in Dallas the last few years. Again, I'll bring my fandom into this. This It's what we saw with the Patriots the last few years. Now, they don't necessarily have that, and it's not the same. And that's... You just don't have alphas anymore at that position, really. And Jonathan Taylor's fine, but it's he's going to have a good season this year because he's being paired with the other guy who was filling in for him the first four weeks. McCaffrey. Months. McCaffrey's really good. Kamara is still good. But that's what I mean. T- Ten years ago, 12 years ago, you'd rattle off half a dozen just like mm-hmm. that. It's yeah. just not how the game's played anymore. And yeah. I don't know that this is necessarily the Cowboys falling behind but kind of falling behind. They think, okay, well, you need a good running back who is your your workhorse back there. We think Pollard's best years are ahead of him and Zeke's are not, so we're just sticking with Pollard. When in reality, it is, I need both of these guys, and maybe Zeke is too expensive. I get that. Then it's, then it's him and Dalvin Cook, Pollard and Dalvin Cook, Pollard and Fournette, or XYZ, name your guy, a Mark Ingram type. Baltimore's another great example the last few years. They had Jackson, Dobbins, and Ingram Yeah, a few years ago. That's what they needed. No, I, to, to even be, a, to have running the football as even a little bit of your identity, you need two backs, two tailbacks who run similarly. Look, the egg's on my face. I was there too. I was screaming with everybody else. Come on. Get rid of Zeke. Give me Tony Pollard. Put Tony Pollard in the, in the game more. And if you just had you just made the flip, and look, you can get Zeke for cheap. New England did. New England did. Yeah, I, I, it must have been. I don't know. Maybe they were surprised at the price that New England got, and they haven't been using. New England him. had a lot more cap space to work with, but it he was finally cheap. he scored a touchdown this week, right? Yeah, finally it, scored a touchdown. He's a tough guy to use when you're losing all the time. To be honest yeah, with you, yeah, <laughs> it's 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 a tough, it's tough to. I mean, I mean he comes in as a third down back essentially. Uh, who can rush on the first two downs. You know, he's not just like this pass catching back. But it, it's just harder to use that when you're trailing all the time. All the time. 110% of the time. Yeah. I am, 
I'm of the mind the Cowboys need a complimentary running back or a or a dangerous wide receiver. Who's who's trying to tank right now? Because the Rams thought about it, it seemed. Yeah, deferred if, the option. Could we? So I mean, think Carolina, has, Arizona, Chicago probably should. They don't have any talent. Denver has Dak a lot had of receivers. Yeah. yeah, has Dak the had Patriots. an A one wide receiver in the last since Amari Cooper? And even with Amari Cooper, do you call Amari Cooper an A one wide receiver? A tier what, one wide receiver in the NFL. I think of the tier one. No, no, probably not. But the way you look at it now, with what you're missing, I think a lot of Cowboys fans might be thinking that. If you give, I'm saying, if you give Dak Prescott a Cooper Cup tomorrow, does that change the entire season for the Dallas Cowboys? The compliment yes. C.D. Lamb gets yes. a Cooper Cup. If you bring in, if if Ezekiel Elliott, anyone that raises this offense a little bit by a touchdown a game, absolutely changes their season. So if you if you so like I said yesterday, this this team, this offense is not dynamic enough to rely solely on their defense. And their defense has injuries, long-term injuries. Yeah. Cornerback out for the season, linebacker out four to six weeks. And the defense is not, it, in the loss. It's it's very good. To San I don't Francisco. know that I put it in the lead. In the loss to San Francisco, it's close. In the loss to San Francisco, the offense is at fault a lot because of the yeah. turnovers. The turnovers put the defense in a terrible situation. Defense is on the field for a large portion of the game. That is not. That doesn't bode well. You're not going to win the game that way. You're going to get blown out. The offense was the catalyst at that. The defense, I would argue, didn't lose the game against Arizona. Your offense is only putting up 16 points, two scores against the Arizona Cardinals. Bad. Brandon, the, the offense can't score in the red zone. There are no red. Who is the Dallas Cowboys' best red zone weapon? That's it, man. Take your pick. 18-yard rush from Dak yeah, Prescott. Yeah, I was going to say, it looks like Dak the other night. 18-yard rush from Dak Prescott. You've given away the guy who could you punch it in from the goal play. line. You've given away the guy who punches in from the goal line. You give away Amari Cooper, this deep threat downfield, throw it just up. Just a guy get, who wins the on the outside. Yep, yep. You just don't have that For right CeeDee Lamb, who is great at catching slants. Great at catching slants. And you know what? Can catch a slant and take it for 30 yards. He should, he should be a mismatch in the red zone, though. And now Cavante Turpin is getting a lot more time at receiver because that's how bad these things are. I mean, CeeDee Lamb should be your prototypical, kind of the way we saw Tyquan Thornton at Bayor in his senior uh-huh, year. Uh-huh. Just an absolute red zone weapon. Denzel Mims. Because he was tall, he had long arms, he wins at the line of scrimmage, and he's just a go-up-there-and-get-it kind of guy. Yep, yep. It's a mismatch when you have someone one-on-one on him. Hey, we're going overtime? They can't get him there. We get the ball, that, that TCU three-overtime game. Tyquan Thornton. He's going to be there. He's going to be open. He's going to catch the ball. The Cowboys don't have they don't have that in the red zone. Nope. They don't have that. They don't have they they got rid of Dalton Schultz, Amari Cooper, Zeke Elliott. They scaled down the offense to build up literally your three best red zone options. Yeah. They scaled. I know that's not the whole game, but And I get Schultz would drop passes. He's not perfect. He's not a George Kittle. He is not a Travis Kelsey, obviously. But he's doing a damn good job in Texas for the Texans. He's doing great in Houston. I get that Ezekiel Elliott's not doing great in New England, but you don't need him to do great in Dallas. You just need nope. a compliment to open up the game for Tony Pollard. This is, and we've taken the, the entire conversation away from Dak. I'll, I'll commend us for that as well. Thank you. We have not ourselves. This is us saying, hey, look, maybe if it's not Dak's fault, if that's what Jerry keeps saying, it's not Dak's fault. All right, Jerry, whose fault is the? Is it the Texas Coast offense? Because that's not doing it for me. That's, that's not pushing the needle at for this me. Because. I think that's a good point because coming into the season, if I had given you Dak stats 
through six games at the beginning of this season, would you be stunned by that? Not stunned at all. No. And so that's what I'm saying. Conservative, knowing the offense would be conservative. And it seems like this is how you're building your team. You're building it defensively. You were a smash-mouth team the last few years when you had Zeke there with Pollard. You're not that anymore. And you've got a new play caller. And so, okay, build an offense around this guy that we know. He's a known commodity. He's been here, what, seven, eight seasons now. You know, He's worked under you for quite a few of these seasons. Build an offense around this guy. And they have not done that. They've done the opposite of that. That's, that's what frustrates me. Because, I mean, Dak is what he is. And we knew that. So it's tough for me to get too mad at Dak. He's, he is, to quote Dennis Green, he is what we thought he was. We're like, not, this, we're not this is what he hook. is. Yeah. Uh, and, and you have an offensive head coach, a quarterback guru, or so they thought. And he can't game plan around this guy. It's not like you've had five injuries on offense the way yeah. you've had on defense, but big guys are going out. The offense is just it's this mediocre is what at best. they've rolled into the year with. At best, the offense is mediocre. Old man Brandon Cooks. That's who you brought in. Congrats. And I know you, had, you were backed up against the cap a little bit this year, more so than you were in years past. But I'm sorry. That's not good enough for me. You keep touting this, this Texas Coast offense and how Mike can work with this personnel. Bull! This offense sucks. And at best is okay. Yes, I agree. At best is mediocre. The, it and, yet, scare. and yet, I think of only like four or five teams that have a better offense in the conference. Can but, you, but that's what separates you. That's, that's how you don't make that next step. Because the Cowboys were always going to be a playoff team this year. Like they have been the last few. Oh, but We keep talking about they needed that next step. And we've missed. This is not it. The Cowboys, Michael Gallup's bad. Bad. Michael Gallup's just bad. We've missed the, the entire I mean, that's essentially, not that's essentially an injury. You have, you if are, you want to use that argument, I'll hear that. Michael Gallup doesn't exist. Brandon Cooks is old and has not been a threat. I mean, Dak's QBR the other night when he wasn't targeting Michael Gallup was great. Michael <laughs> Gallup's terrible. And, it, you know, it at, at some point, it's like, ah, sorry, Michael. You know, you, the Cowboys have not done a very good job of drafting great wide receivers recently. CeeDee Lamb being an exception. Michael Gallup, yeah, at some point, I, you have to hang it up and say, you know what? We missed. We missed on Michael Gallup. Go get a go get a second round. I don't even somebody. know if that you missed. You missed re-signing him. Yeah, the injury got him in I mean, the third I, round. He had a sure. Good first he hasn't few been the years. same since he was injured. He had a great upside. Right. You missed on the re-signing. Yep, yep, yep. Tyler Beatty, China Spring, Stephenville. Tomorrow night, marquee matchup in Central mm. Texas. This is the Drake Toll Show. Baylor Bear football is headed to the Queen City for its first ever Big 12 matchup with the Cincinnati Bearcats this Saturday. 9 a.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 11 a.m. kickoff this Saturday. Join John, JJ, and Ricky from Nippert Stadium in Cincinnati for all the play-by-play of the Bears and the Bearcats right here on ESPN Central Texas. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'd like to thank everyone that supports JTC and that our family values your business. Our new inventory is growing daily and our used car inventory is stacking high. So give us the opportunity to earn your business with transparency and zero hidden fees. So give us a call, 254-840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We treat you like family. Find new roads. 
How many miles across Texas have you and your team walked for Let's Walk Waco? As you are stepping toward a healthier lifestyle and connecting with your community and enjoying the great outdoors, don't forget to log your miles as part of the Walk Across Texas Challenge. Your log miles will help you and your team earn prizes. If you need more information, visit waco-texas.com forward slash walk Waco. Get up, get moving, and let's walk across Texas together. Remember, every step counts. Morrison's Gifts, Waco's oldest family-owned gift store, has moved. Visit their new expanded location a few feet from their old space. Enjoy a new shopping experience with new product arriving weekly. At Morrison's, you'll find great Texas and American products like John Hart leather goods, Consuela bags and purses, locally sourced gourmet items, and great gift items for babies and kids. Can't decide? They specialize in designing custom gift baskets, local delivering, and shipping anywhere. That's Morrison's Gifts at the corner of Valley Mills and Waco Drive, close to Jason's Deli. Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com. Road trip. Take a road trip to Genco. Skip your car payments for 70 days. Refi your vehicle. Drop your rate. Every closed loan is entered for a chance to change their loan rate to 0%. Rates as low as 5.69% APR for 48 months. Apply online for an additional discount of 0.15% off your loan. Last chance of the year to get your best rate ever. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoSCU.org. Member NCUA. Genco. The Crawford Booster Club is a nonprofit organization that supports all pirate and lady pirate athletic teams. Through the sale of Crawford apparel and a spring fundraiser, they're able to purchase needed items and products that are typically not in the school athletic budget. The Crawford Booster Club is proud of all the high school and junior high athletic teams, including football and baseball, boys and girls basketball, tennis, cross country, track and field, and golf, and girls volleyball and softball. They encourage all Crawford residents to go to the games, both home and on the road, and let the coaches and student athletes hear your support. Save thousands of dollars on a new or used boat at Marineland Boating Center's Fall Clearance Sale. Marineland is now your local dealer for Mercury Motor-Powered National Best Sellers, Tracker, Sun Tracker, Nitro, and Tahoe. So we're clearing out our previous inventory, and many of our boats are now priced at dealer invoice cost. You won't find these prices anywhere else. Or you can be one of the first to buy a new 2024 model Tracker with a powerful Mercury motor. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 and Loop 340. Marineland Boating Center is an authorized WRNG boat dealer. Hurts so good. John Cougar Mellencamp. If he ever wins an Oscar, I'm going to be a very rich man. <laughs> I'll put 10 bucks on anything that's 100 to 1 or 1,000 to 1, whatever. 1,000 to 1. 1,000 to 1. Cameron Stewart, Aaron <laughs> Sexton, <laughs> the Drake Toll Show here on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, you got Tyler Beatty, China Spring head coach, joining the show now. Tyler's got a huge game tomorrow. The Cougs and the Yellow Jackets, Stephenville, China Spring. Coach, First and foremost here, you know, I, I talked to you on, on our weekly coaches show about this. How do you get your guys geared up to play Stephenville, the 2023 team, and not Stephenville, the classic high school football logo? You know, I, I think the biggest thing that we got to teach our guys is that we relish in big moments and that as long as the Cougs are on the field, it's going to be a big moment. And the way that we practice and prepare uh, goes into that. And then obviously we've got seasoned guys on this team that, have lived this scenario multiple times in their career. They've been in big spotlights, big stages, and uh, it's their job to keep these younger ones engaged. And Tyler, I know you, you aren't looking past the games ever, right? You guys are staying in the moment. But when you look at this game last year, 
it was such a big difference in terms of winning the district, not winning the district. They get Anna in the second round because they lost the district, and you guys get Kaufman. It's a, it's just a huge difference. So is there any thought to that as a coaching staff of just how important this game is past this week? Yeah, it is. I mean, obviously, you know, the goal that we set out is obviously to, to win a district championship. And since we've got that opportunity in front of us, we don't want to uh, think about if it doesn't happen. But obviously on the other side is, you know, if, if Stephenville does end up winning the district and we go to the two spot, then – yeah, we got to fight our way from the very bottom of the bracket through the Annas, through the Salinas potentially, uh, to get back uh, against some of those teams that are coming from the north side. So um, it is very important, but we like to think that you know we're in control of our own destiny and and just worry about the opponent that's in front of us at that current state and time, and and we'll deal with whoever comes our way. Coach, uh, a couple weeks ago, I had a heart monitor on, and I got my results today. And the doc said, look, your heart looks great. Aside from this one day, like a five-hour period, you peaked at 179 beats per minute. Like every five or six minutes, you almost died. <laughs> Turns out it was China Spring Alvarado on the road a couple weeks ago. This is... Uneventful game. Yeah, this seems like the MO of your team. This, these are the, the cardiac cougs. Your guys seem to play for the thrills. Uh, and, and I guess holes in the defense have, have helped that over the course of the year, what does it say about your team's ability to win tight games and play in games that are just fun to watch? I, I really believe that it's, it's what we do when we're not playing football. You know, when, when the lights aren't on and the clock's not rolling and we're not playing for points, it's, it's the off season. It's the things that we're doing as a team, uh, the character building, the situations we put our kids in that, are in some adverse situations and we're asking our kids to respond with relentless effort and show up and do the work. And uh, we're just fortunate enough that when we do that in the off season, it shows up in a football game and our, our kids uh, never once think that the game is over until it is. And uh, they're going to fight like heck in, until that clock hits zeros or until the officials tell us that it's over. And speaking of the officials real quick, I'm going to do two questions for you here, Tyler, but on was this a design play last week when the pitch out to Grayson Martin who throws back to Cash McCollum? They call it an illegal forward pass. Drake and I were both actually agreeing with it at the time, but after looking at it, and obviously you guys had a better view, um, definitely was a backwards pass. It should have been called a touchdown. Was it meant to be bounced like that, like the old Presbyterian play? It, it was not. No, he, okay. he was supposed All right. to get a little bit more on it and uh, – <laughs> And, and get it over to cash and, and obviously get on the edge and score. And, you know, that was, that was, that was frustrating in the moment. Obviously we don't want to sit there and uh, live off of, off of negative things that happened to us, but, um, and it didn't really have any impact on the game, but uh, yeah, he was supposed to get it, roll out to his right and then throw it back across the formation. And uh, the, the thing about the officials is, you know, in some games you'll get seven officials, meaning there's more eyes and they're able to see more of what's going on as opposed to five. And, and I thought the official made, made the, the best call that he could have been being in the position that he was. And uh, obviously didn't count as a touchdown, but looking back on it, we know that we did everything that we could have. And the, the play was designed for success. And, you know, maybe in a different situation, we, we actually get the touchdown. But um, I, I'm glad that we got to get that on film. I'm glad that, Officials are able to see that and and uh, understand what all is going on. 
Sure, and kind of and kind of going off that game from last week too. You know, La Vega, the team that doesn't like to pass all that much, although they did open up that passing playbook in the second half against you guys. But if very similar to Conley uh, in terms of high octane offense, but like to keep it on the ground. It seems like the opposite this week. They've got Tate Maruska at Stephenville, who's a very talented running back, but they can really air it out. So what kind of challenge has that been for you guys this week to kind of adapt to a different kind of offense? So, we, I mean, we've obviously put a lot more emphasis in, in the past defense, um, whether that's where, where we've got linebackers getting into zones or we're going back to some man coverage concepts that we've uh, done in the past. But really it's a culmination of our guys are just gaining more experience. And when we had – uh, younger guys playing that obviously hadn't uh, been fully developed in our defense, uh, we had to kind of minimize a little bit and kind of the whole verbiage of being really good at little than very, you know, not very good at a lot. So we're, we're getting there. And, and as I've said before, is we still have yet to play our best game as a whole, as an entire team. And I'm super excited that we get an opportunity tomorrow night to do that. Yeah, Tyler Beatty here with us on the Drake Toll Show, head coach at China Spring, China Spring, Stephenville, Thursday night. Coach, what about that poses a challenge for you, having a short week this week and trying to get your team ready to go a day early? Obviously the mental portion. You know, kids are creatures of habits, and they're used to doing things at, at particular times. And so trying to speed that up a little bit but still be under control and, and not become overwhelmed with the fact that we're playing on a different night. You know, one one of the things that we always tell our kids is that it doesn't matter when, where, or how we get an opportunity to play a football game. Uh, our goal is always the same, and that's to win. You know, we don't get on a bus to travel to see and get the sights, sounds, and smells. Uh, of Stephenville, Texas, yeah. <laughs> exactly right. And so it, it, it's very job-oriented, and uh, whether that's on a Monday or a Sunday or any day in between, we're, we're gonna we're gonna do everything we can to put ourselves in a position to be successful. Stephenville is lovely this time of year, Drake. Yeah, I don't know cow country, can, uh, milk yeah. cow country. No, it's pretty great. Um, but Tyler, talking about that defense, and it's just not what it was last year. And and you've mentioned that you've been candid about that, and and you've tried some different guys out there. Um, losing a guy like Ryder Reeves, at least for this week, who has been in the good and the bad, at least the emotional leader of that defense, is that a bigger loss than we might realize in terms of just a guy out there on the field at linebacker? 100%. You know, what he's able to bring to the field when he gets out there and when he's in the locker room, uh, when he's all padded up, ready to go, it, it is different. And so he's done a really good job of staying engaged. He's really brought along some of these younger guys, guys that haven't gotten the, the amount of reps he has. And so he's been a very useful resource for those guys. Um, throughout this course of, the, of, of practice. And, and we know that there won't be a single moment that you look at the sideline and Ryder will be sitting on the, on the bench or looking in the bleachers. He, he's going to be right there and, and be in it and communicating with guys on the field. And uh, he is such a privilege to be able to be around and, and coach. And those are the kind of guys that, that make us stay awake at night and go, my goodness, we are blessed. What, what an opportunity to be around such great kids that care so much about their teammates. Um, that whether they're in or out, they're fully locked in. Coach, we uh, a lot of people listening around Central Texas, whether they're China Spring fans or not, have heard the name Cash McCollum. He has now broken the all-time touchdown record for China Spring quarterbacks, doing it in just 23 games, tossing 70 of them. I mean, what does it say about a kid who 
walked in day one from Wimberley as a junior and just took over the quarterback position, not just at China Spring, but in Central Texas. Ash is, is incredible. Uh, since, since he showed up to campus, uh, he has spent so much time uh, in the film room, the locker room, uh, outside of campus with his teammates and getting to know exactly who they are, what makes them tick, how to, how to coach them and lead them. And that, that's what makes Cash great. And obviously he has the athletic ability to, to light up the scoreboard, and, and we're super thankful that he's playing for the Cougs. But it's the other things. It's, it's those other things that, that he brings that really show us the kind of character uh, type of kid that Cash is. And piggybacking off of Cash a little bit, what was the big difference? I've actually gotten this question a few times this season, and we only see it from afar, basically from a fan's perspective. But what has been the difference between his junior year and his senior year to really up that level? Experience, game reps, live bullets are, are a huge, huge piece of that. You know, you think about it, most kids uh, will only play 10 games in a season. And whenever he's able to experience, in that into a playoff run at Wimberley as a junior or as a sophomore and then play six extra as a junior. You're looking at now an additional season that he's getting to play at a very, very high level. And so obviously the live bullets, but then the preparation, you know, you're not just a sophomore or junior on the bus underneath the lights. Now you're a senior where, okay, you've, you've done some things really, really well for the program, but now guys on your own team are looking at you as a leader and watching every move that you make. And uh, then you have little kids that are sitting in the bleachers in the front row waiting to give you a high five at halftime at the beginning of the game that admire and aspire to be you. And he's done a really good job of handling all of that uh, because it can be a lot at times. Coach, before we get you out of here, I want to give credit to a kid that hasn't gotten enough in Central Texas, a name that most folks won't know. That's Isaac Lard, who effectively put the team on his back that last drive defensively against La Vega help seal the win for your team. I mean, this is a kid that, Coach, I had never heard of until about eight weeks ago, and now he has been so crucial and key for your defense. Isaac has come a really, really long way. Very, very proud of him. I remember him in middle school, and he really thought he was a skill uh, player, kind of a tight end slot, and we told him you're going to make a lot of of plays and have a lot of success playing D-line and the way that we – kind of recruit those guys to play the position on our defense. And uh, one thing we came in at half versus La Vega was we're, we're doing some good things, but we're not all out effort every single play. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of emotions, ups and downs as the game goes through. And we, we got our back in a position to where, hey, we got to make a play here, guys, or the outcome's not going to come out like the way we want it. And, you know, watching them fight through a double team, get over the top, uh, Thornton scoots up in the pocket, starts taking off, and Isaac's in full pursuit and then lays out and and forces the ball to the quarterback. There, there's nothing about that that says lack of effort. And uh, when a guy needed to do it the most, uh, senior freaking comes through, and it, it was incredible. And, and those are the kind of things that when you watch film on Saturdays and you watch the bad and, and you preach on the bad and you coach on the good, uh, you go, this is what we are looking for. This is exactly it. We might have busted in coverage. You might have had – guys in the wrong places, but if we're playing with relentless effort, we're always going to be in a really, really good position. And Coach, one last thing from me. Uh, there, you are a master motivator out there. The, the pulpit in, in the locker room, for sure. 
And so when I look at this season, you know, Melissa comes in, you could tell they were upset after losing at home last year. It was, it was in there, in the game, on the field, you could see it. And then again, in Alvarado, you get the overrated chance, and that fuels everyone on the sideline. You got another one this week. Stephenville's got a bad taste in their mouth after the walk-off field goal loss at China Spring last year, and they have been circling this game on the calendar for sure. So what is your message to the guys this week to kind of withstand that? The biggest thing is going to be take a deep breath. You know, this game, the game is going to go on uh, whether you're engaged mentally or not. But in order for us to accomplish the things that we want and the things that we have worked so hard for up to this point, everybody's going to have to be locked in. And, uh, you know, I wish we were able to get 65 guys on the field on one possession, um, but the truth of the matter is it, it, that's not going to happen. And so we need everybody that is suited up in, in the Colombian white to be locked in on us and not be caught up in the antics of the fans or players or uh, the emotions of the game. And uh, let's go out there and put our best foot forward and, and play at a really high level, go play the best game we've played this year, and uh, understand that the negatives uh, we, we can't necessarily control, but let's live off the positives and, and look at what we're doing really, really well. And, Coach, in search of state championship number three in a row for your program, having one back-to-back, is there an aura in the locker room that, hey, state championships just come to China Spring, or is there an understanding still of what it's going to take to capture number three? Early on, I would say in March, April, even into June, I, there were some people that just believed, hey, we just got to show up, guys. You realize once we put on the, the pads and we get into the lights, uh, they're going to roll up the red carpet and we're going to get what we want. And uh, as we entered two-a-days, I think they saw, hey, we are completely different and we've got a long ways to go. And we rely on those seniors with, with the expertise that have lived in those moments so many times over the course of their career uh, to, to take some leadership, take some ownership and understand, hey, it's going to take every single one of us. And uh, we, we've seen an incredible amount of uh, extra that our kids are doing outside of, of a coach. You know, the, the ice baths or coming up here on Saturdays and throwing footballs in the field or on the jugs machine or uh, the, the amount of work they're putting in the weight room. So there, there is no rest and relaxation until it's done. And uh, we're going to continue to continue to grind, and uh, ho- hopefully that all cards align and our kids play really, really hard. That we're able to achieve the goals that we set forth. Top ten matchup in four A D one China Spring and Stephenville from the campus of Tarleton State. Coach Tyler Beatty of the Cougars. Thanks for joining the Drake Toll Show. Hey, I appreciate it. Nasty weather, nasty Cougars. One hundred four nine. Cougs are here, so it's Kicker a big game. FM. Biggest game of the week in Central Texas, the spotlight on a Thursday. You can watch it on YouTube, I heard. Yeah, you can. You can listen the Drake on Toll Show's YouTube, actually. 104.9, the Drake Toll Show's YouTube. You can watch it. There's going to be a lot of people there, man. Yeah. That is going to have the eyes of Texas will be upon you, young men. You also, you mentioned the podium in the locker room, the, the pulpit in the locker yes. room. Yes. You really missed Lectern in the locker room. I know. And I was, you know what? I thought about it right after I said it. Lectern in the locker room. The guy can really talk, good. though. I mean, he he knows himself as kind of an X's and O's coach, and he is. But when they he, make can, the movie, he can get those kids ready. When man. they make the movie, that's the guy they bring in at halftime. The documentary, yeah. it's going to be good. Coming up, the Texas Rangers. Max Scherzer. Playing the Houston Astros. This is the Drake Toll Show. 
The Baylor Coaches Show, tonight at 7 p.m. with the voice of the Bears, John Morris, here on ESPN Central Texas. Join us tonight beginning at 7 and hear from Baylor women's tennis coach Joey Scrivano and softball coach Glenn Moore. That's tonight from 7 till 8 p.m. for the Baylor Coaches Show, live from Rudy's, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. All Around Maintenance is your complete janitorial and construction cleanup service. Whether you're looking for someone to clean your business or you need quick cleanup after a big construction, All Around Maintenance handles the nitty-gritty. We're Real Central Texans, working with your schedule to satisfy your needs since 1996. We'll leave your office, school, restaurant, industrial facility, house of worship, or apartment complex spotless at an honest rate. Visit us today at allaroundmaintenance.net. That's allaroundmaintenance.net. Let us do the dirty work. Are you just another number to your insurance provider? Look no further than The Flock. Cole, Michael, Derek, and Javen are local independent brokers. And with over 50 trusted companies in their network, they'll find you unbeatable rates for auto, homeowners, life, and even commercial insurance. Why settle for one-size-fits-all insurance? Text QUOTE to 214-838-5236. QUOTE to 214-838-5236. Let The Flock take you under their wing. A dynamic team with Goosehead Insurance. Your trusted choice for personalized coverage. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco Central Texas is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco Central Texas, locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg and MLS number 746. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. They know steak at Logan's Roadhouse. Everyone will find an entree they love at Logan's Roadhouse, including wood grill steaks, fall off the bone ribs, pork chops, burgers, sandwiches, soups and salads, salmon and shrimp, and those famous made-from-scratch yeast rolls. Dine in the casual dining room or in the bar where you can enjoy a signature cocktail or ice-cold beer. Logan's Roadhouse in the Central Texas Marketplace, Waco. Open every day at 11 and until 11 p.m. Friday and Saturday nights. Payments for qualified buyers at 5.9% for 72 months, 5,000 down, cash or trade, DTL, extra CD delivery details. Road construction continues, and so do the savings at Richard Carr's pre-owned construction sales event. Qualified buyers can get a pre-owned 2017 Nissan Sentra for $150 a month, a 2015 Mercedes C250 for $241 a month, or a 2017 Ford F-150 XL for $390 a month. Over 90 thoroughly inspected pre-owned vehicles in stock. 100% approval is always our goal. Call, lock on, or get here now for the pre-owned construction sales event at Richard Carr. At Richard Carr, we give you more. It's the witching hour. It's the witching hour. <laughs> Jackson Woodruff? Huh? 
Love to have him back. I just... Th I'm not even saying this about Jackson, but it would be someone great to... It would be great to have someone in here who we could just pile on. You know? Yeah. Just like... Not even Hayes, just like Bully. Like, what did you just say? What? Oh, what be in your so mind? Great. I realized all you the great that. shows that I listened to do that. Like a Frank the Tank. And it would help us. It would help Frank, us. shut up, man. Especially for Mental Health Awareness Month to just let go of our insecurities and just bully someone. Yeah. All right. How would that help their mental health month? I'm not worried about them. We're giving them a job. Put how them about, on yeah, the air. How much you paying them, huh? Putting them on the air. That experience. was the, I didn't want to bring Jackson in to bully, but I it was no, all, no, no, no. That was this was a that museum. just made me think of it. Just having someone this, in. It, him being in studio on Monday, telling us how he floated forty six miles in the Brazos River wasn't. It was a museum. We were the museum. He was the exhibit. Yeah. The studio was the museum. We just got to him. peruse. Yeah, just be like, what? Who are you, man? I don't know. <laughs> just kind of floating. Is he Braden Murray? Why did you do that? I don't know. Just got bored. It's great, man. It was great. Maybe it was the accent, but it, it did it did give me some Forrest Gump vibe. It's like it's just like I just felt like running. I just felt like floating, man. <laughs> just sitting there, and on the YouTube stream, the live Drake Toll Show YouTube stream, crotch out. Yes, that was that was on purpose. I think that was a power stance. It's spread eagle. That was an absolute power stance. Yeah, man. I mean, oh. you know that from like taking FDM classes. If you have it looking up at you, Coyotes. you're bigger all of a sudden. Egrets. Yeah, he ate some sausages. And he's a foodie, wanna hear, too. Want to hear a real obscure reference of what it made me think of? Because we're doing a lot of movies today. Yeah. You've seen Hoosiers, right? Yes. There's one quick scene uh, where Gene Hackman's actually teaching a class, and the little kid, Ollie, is making a presentation. Um, and he's talking about the importance of agriculture. <laughs> and it's just the most country thing ever. He's like, uh, and it's big for, uh, you know, diets and... And the the environment and indoor plumbing. And then it just, it's totally inconsequential, the movie. It's just setting up for him to talk to Shooter's kid. But that's what it made me think of. Jackson just, Woodruff. Yeah, just listen off the things he sees. Egrets and that, the Brazos that's, River. That's a segment we need to go back, because I went back and listened to it the night of, and I was crying. I'm on my couch crying. And, and do you think... Like, do you think it resonated with everyone that was listening, though? Maybe, maybe not. It's a Which good, I don't care about if it does, because it makes us laugh. It's a good encapsulation of what this funny. show is. Yeah. This show is what sports talk is. If we don't, we're not going to come in at every segment and be like, they got to fire Mike McCarthy. Here's why. If you, if you want that, go to Cowherd. Colin Cowherd will give you some loud, crazy antic Although about I don't even know if he's watching the Cowboys, because he only roots for excellence. Yeah, that's right. He hates the underdog. Hates the underdog. America loves the underdog, not me. I'm calling. Threw Coward. away Cinderella's slipper. You always think I'm wrong. He, he hates Hoosiers, by the way. But I'm right. He hates Hoosiers. He's rooting for South Bend Central the you whole know, time. If that's what you want, if that, if that's what you want, then that's where you go. This is a word here. I'll tell you, it's 70 degrees outside right now. I know that because I'm in Waco, Texas. I was literally at China Springs practice this morning with exactly. a beanie and a hoodie. We are in the Stone. we're but in yes. the thick of this. I just meant to say that it was cold this morning. But we are in a, this. He made a war reference. We're in the we're in the. What did you carve them out? The trenches? trenches. We're in the there trenches right now. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. Baylor journalism. Football, yeah. Baylor journalism graduate. <clears throat> yeah, we are, man. We we are out here. And in conclusion. Take your sensitive butt back to Robinson. We need to. We need to. Uh, that's a great way to finish the sentence. Great way to carne post. Uh, we need to replay the Jackson Woodruff clip probably tomorrow, actually, and just go line by line. 
It's like a a breakdown because I, I was and crying every on great the couch. point he makes we just drop the fart sound and your reaction to watching it watching your face <laughs> when he opens his mouth just the what bated breath and yeah. also what yeah yeah it's perfect man perfect uh the Texas Rangers and the Houston Astros game three of the ALCS Max Scherzer and then Bruce Bochy tonight. Let's look at this. Do you want to see what how much tickets are right now? Yes. All how much right. did you pay first? I have not bought them yet. I'm doing the thing where I wait till the last second. Ward Good White. Job. I told you Ward White is basically my like station dad. He just always has the hey man, here's your here, possibly Ward White. Ward White. Still working on my Ward White's impression. But he told me, he said, Don't buy tickets. Guess get there and go talk to the scalper. I was like, What? And he's like, Yeah, tell That's me. This guy's been there. Tell me no Ward White. Or it's like, yeah, I used to gonna a, do that? You used to have a box suite up there. Tell me no Ward Whites. The Scout box in this tickets. ballpark. Right now, things might have changed. The so tickets were at or. one at one point the most expensive ticket, the cheapest ticket, the cheapest ticket was in the ballpark of two hundred dollars. Currently eighty seven bucks. That's why we do it. That's why we nah, play the maybe, game. Maybe maybe you're playing the game right. Maybe That's you're why the game you right. play the game. I get too nervous to do that, but really, but you, I mean, hey, you got to figure it out. It does show me there are twenty five hundred tickets left as well. So, Bruin Stars, by the way, are around that price. For good seats, it's cheaper than that to get in the building. For like 80 bucks, good seats. Yeah. Just, just throwing that out there for Early Monday, November. No- is that right? Monday, November, November 6th. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So, now here's the one thing you got to look at with these. So, I'm looking at section 215, row two. Mm-hmm. This is really Sorry, stupid good seats right behind home plate, right behind home plate in the, in the second deck. 243 bucks. Looks like an oxymoron. Yes. For That's the, where you sat last time, right? AL, but yeah. 300s? But, but that was 300s. This is 200s. Mm-hmm. I paid 150 This is about $100 more to go a section down. There's is some that something sp- you're willing to do? Like, if you had to do it right really now, would you good. do that? Now, I'll, I'll say this. I'm going with other people who wouldn't want, they would want to spend as little money as possible. But I'm looking at tickets Man, for 129 right now. People after my own heart. <clears throat> I am a, I'll pay a little bit more to get a better seat. I would do that. Yeah, that that is something that comes with age, uh huh, for sure. Like it, at, at this point, unless it's a huge game, which obviously this is. So let's just take that out of it. Like if the Red Sox are coming to play the Rangers and I want to go, it's like if I'm going to go, it's going to be good seats. Yeah, yeah. Or Otherwise, just, not, just watch it on the couch and see right. everything. And, and I'm sure there are still some events. Like again, if 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 the Red Sox were in the were playing the Rangers in this series, I'd spend an arm and a leg. Yeah, Jesus at Red Rocks. Yeah, that was that was a banger show, man. He was eating bagels and drinking tap water, just like me yesterday. Eating plain bagels, drinking tap water. I told the people, so sad. I told the people at Baylor um, that I was in my Jesus era. I, they didn't appreciate it as much as Fired we did on, as on Aaron Sexton did on the show. Fired. <laughs> I I mean, to be fair, I also don't think I'm living past 34. The way I'm mowing these cheeseburgers when I'm not eating plain bread. Mm, no way. I I think I might get one on the way back to work. Christian Javier. Max Scherzer. Javier's already pitched in the postseason. Pretty good. <laughs> the Phillies are so annoying. Pretty good. Max Scherzer has not. Tonight's his postseason debut for at least this season. Game time weather, 76 degrees. Wow. Yep. yep. That's good. It was the same last time, too. What? Yeah. What are the odds? Exact same. Injuries to note for both teams. The Astros, no listed injured players. Well, Texas Rangers. Well, well, they're all sick. Yeah. So let's put that in there. But please. what is sick? What do you mean by sick? Good point. 
I, I can't think of a way to define sick. Wow. The Rangers have put Jacob DeGrom on the IL. That could be big. The 60-day. Does that move the line tonight? The 60-day. Tonight's line is actually in favor of the Rangers. Minus 125. I finally think they're going to turn this around, huh? 40,000 people at Globe Life Field. There are only 2,000 tickets left unsold. And they were already, it's sold out. According, You know, you can't buy them at the box office. But there are 2,000 left on secondary vendors. But you can buy them at the ballpark. No. Just not at the ticket office. Ah. Just go tell the the scalpers, you know, Ward Whites. You know the voice of the Temple Wildcats. The sketchier and creepier they look. Oh, by the way, it's 152. We should end the show. (laughs) Been listening to a lot of the press box here recently. (laughs) You know what? I'm a fan. It's 1145. (laughs) Let's call it a day. (laughs) It's been... We're putting a cap on a day. It's been a hell of a show, guys. It has been. Always will be. We got a lot of, we got a lot of content in our 45 minutes. All right, we're done. 152, let's call it. Love that. Get out a couple minutes early. Get up to Arlington. I'm going to text. Mosley, 529. Yeah. Yeah. Go to Texas yeah. Live. I've had it. I think I, I've had enough. Have a beer bat. Uh, I'll be there tonight. You'll be beer there bat? tonight? I heard you'll be there tonight. Cerveza in un yeah. bat. I'll be in the beer bat. Rangers baseball. Which which what beer are you getting in the bat? No free ads, but probably gonna do the Miller Lights. That's Although, good. That well, is... They don't do Miller Light beer bats, so either oh, Michelob. That's a that's a shame because that is probably the best beer. You know they have. General. I told you they have IPA beer bats, which is yeah, just dangerous just, and scary. You can miss me with that. Miss you with the IPA beer bat. That, that reminds me of the old Four Locos. <laughs> How? Why? The original Four Locos that had, like, Monster Energy basically in it. Yeah, yeah, they had caffeine. And then some kid kid in college told me, freshman year of college, he was like, yeah, dude, my brother, when they were the original, he shotgunned the Four Loco. Like, no, he didn't. You don't think so? No, I said, is he still alive? He's like, yeah. I was like, no, he didn't. (laughs) No, he didn't. You can do that. Shotgunning a regular Four Loco now Take a bang energy drink, pour three shots of Taka into it. Congrats. And shotgun it. Have... Sure you have. We've all been there. Sure you have. We've all been to that crazy college first party time. at Baylor University. Original Four Loco. Private Baptist different. College. I think I had like one sip of one before they stopped doing it in like 2011. I can't. I I smell it. The green apple when I smell it and I throw up. Mm, that's uh, me and Fireball, dude. I really? Can't. High school, brother. Yeah. Speaking of fire water, that liquor store down there? You been? Packy? No. Pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. Cool place. Rangers we do a number f- two. Let's wrap this up. 57% chance to, v- to win tonight of the Astros. Javier, Max Scherzer. Cam, what's your final score prediction? Rangers, five. Ooh. Astros, seven. I think the Rangers. But it's the only one they get. I, I got Rangers in five at this point. I'm rolling. I, I think this is similar to that game against the Orioles where it was 11-8. But it's more of like a 9-6 Rangers. I mean, there is one of those, typically every series, that just gets nuts. Yeah. That just goes back and forth. That is nuts. I hope for your sake that it's tonight. That would be be great great. if you're at that game. Price of admission. Uh, This has been and always will be. Thank you for making it your lunchtime listen every single day. John Morris coming up. Matt Mosley follows afterwards. This is the Drake Toll Show. 
Baylor Bear football is headed to the Queen City for its first ever Big 12 matchup with the Cincinnati Bearcats this Saturday. 9 a.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 11 a.m. kickoff this Saturday. Join John, JJ, and Ricky from Nippert Stadium in Cincinnati for all the play-by-play -play of the Bears and the Bearcats right here on ESPN Central Texas. At CMC Auto Group, we don't have a popcorn machine in the lobby or any other crazy gimmick to get you in the door. I'm Justin Kramer. When you walk in, you will be greeted by me or Julio. We have been selling quality, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for the last 20 years by offering upfront best cash price to save you time and money. At CMC Auto Group, I want to invite you to come by Highway 6 and Imperial, shake my hand, and see what makes us different. At Bush's Chicken, we start each day thinking of ways to better serve our customers. Our special cooking technique ensures great-tasting chicken and tenders. Plus, all the sides are prepared fresh each day. We take joy in our family serving your family. Before you end your day, we hope you'll stop by a Bush's Chicken near you. Attention coaches and parents, just like you prioritize proper nutrition and conditioning for your kids on game day, remember their dental health too. Stonewood Dental is your mouth's defensive coordinator, preventing toothaches and injuries that could bench them for the season. Their winning playbook, biannual checkups for cleanings and proactive oral health strategies. Stonewood Dental has you covered on and off the field. Call Stonewood Dental for a winning smile. Don't compromise. Get the treatment you deserve. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the Health Insurance Helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping